the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio-registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me. Yes, it can be done. Just build the ball. Now, tonight, uh. we have to get to the heart and soul of who we are as Democrats. There are good people on this stage, but there are real differences. Joe Biden told wealthy donors that nothing fundamentally would change if he were president. Kamala Harris said she's not trying to restructure society. Well, I am. For 40 years, working people have taken it on the chin in this country. For 40 years, the rich have gotten richer, and they've paid less and less in taxes. It cannot go on this way. When I'm president, we will even up the score, and we will tax the hell out of the wealthy. Wow. To make this a fairer country, and to make sure it's a country that puts working people first. Thank you, Mayor de Blasio. So is he going to tax all the politicians then, or are they going to find all their loopholes? Or what about himself? Or And and how does he define wealthy? Because... Like the word, the term middle class. Right. Um, my definition and the government's definition is going to be very different. Yeah. What may you may not think of yourself as wealthy, but you chances may. are, they in their definition, you. you're making too much, so they're going to tax. You. And maybe not in the first cut, but maybe when they, you know, get the second cut, a tax increases. Maybe now you they hit you. Um, you know, so that was uh, you know debate and. That was his Did you opening. watch it? Yeah. I won't oh, watch yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I've watched every minute of it of all of them. Have I'll, you I'll really? No, I. <laughs> I it's it's the most fascinating thing to me. But um, I just watched the highlights and the. I could play highlights it's all too the, early. the whole hour yeah, show. It's too early. I guess I don't. Well, know. Well, this is the last one because there's only seven that are going to make the next one right now, Carrie. Well, I know it's so it's so ridiculous. I guess I'm waiting till it gets down to a. Right. So I don't know if we'll hear anymore from Bill DeBazio because he's not not. in the Magnificent Seven right now. So the the only ones in the Magnificent Seven that are scheduled right now for the next debate are Biden, Booker, Buttigieg, in alphabetical order here, Harris, O'Rourke, Sanders, and Warren. Okay. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But And as far as I did agree with them, the point where all the Democrats have very different opinions, which is... Like there's no consensus on right. issues; they're kind of all over. There's so I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about the debate. Like I said, I, I could talk to the, about the debate all <laughs> the, the whole hour show, but um, it, you know. But one of the things is, yeah. See, 
when you have a candidate whose motto is taxthehell.com, that's where that's his main site. Oh, lovely. You know, so so here's here's what I always say, Carrie, right? When a democratic says that he's going to raise taxes to help solve our economic problems, right? I right. believe him. Right. Okay. When a Republican says he can fix all the, our country's economic problems without raising any taxes, I don't believe him. Yeah, I don't. I, I think they're good. Well, I would like, in theory, for them to cut spending and be more fiscally responsible before they run after taxes. But the reality is based on the spending and the things the government wants to do. Where are they going to get the revenue to generate it? Taxpayers, right? But but a couple businesses. Yeah, I mean, you know, but a couple of things. You, so you didn't watch the debate, no? Okay. Well, a couple of things I noticed about this second round of debates, right? No more Espanol. Remember in the first debate that you know a few of the guys were coming out talking Spanish. Why I, we speak English in this country? Well, I mean, I'm were, fine with people well, being bilingual. Probably because Telemundo was right. Also, but, but, I, I but none of them spoke Spanish. This one. Well, I think um, it's an American presidential. They our official language is English. I think if you want a translator, that's fine. Right. So maybe they got bad feedback after yeah. they did that the first time. Um, then, of course, um, you, you you know at the end of that clip that I played, you heard the heckler. Mm-hmm. The heckling started. So this is the first debate that, you know, Democratic debate that I heard a lot of heckling going on. Hmm. Now, what they were saying to de Blasio was that heckling uh, chorus was fire Pentaleo. That was the cop, Carrie, right, who put the, the lethal chokehold on Eric Gardner. You know, that New York City case where, unfortunately, you know, he he, he died in police custody and there's mm-hmm. a big lawsuit and it right. hasn't settled. And there's a lot of people are blaming de Blasio for never uh, firing the the police officer right so that was what the so they had to throw those guys out so anyways um so maybe we'll talk more okay carrie why don't you get us started all right good morning everyone you're listening to financial food for thought we're here every saturday morning on 14 20 a.m between 9 and 10 we're here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life and opportunities and potential problems and different ways to think about those issues, whether you're working or already in retirement. it's We are sponsored by the estate planning team, and the estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio-registered fiduciary planning firm that's known for comprehensive, customized, coordinated plans, and we help people um, with all the different issues that impact your financial life. Like I said earlier, we help people who are working and thinking about their retirement and dealing with those financial disruptions that it can occur and people who are in retirement talking about once you retire and wages up, how do you create the cash flow you need as tax efficiently as possible? What you can realistically afford to spend without running out of money. And that's kind of a universal, um, whether you, we have clients that have a couple hundred thousand and clients who have several million, that seems, um, because the spending levels are different. Um, and also addressing pen- potential financial disruptors. Certainly people, you know, if they have a spouse, want to make sure their spouse is okay when they're gone. Long-term care, um, market volatility. And we talk on the show, if you've, um, listened and before plan R, um, a recession or opportunities. Um, okay. Well, you know, care that, you know, plan R could also be referred to your Roth IRA plan. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been highlighting Roth IRAs over the last few weeks, the last couple of weeks and today, and probably maybe next week as well, Carrie, because there's so much other news to talk about. But that's another thing. I mean, back to the idea that if you believe that whoever get, wins the election next year or the following you know, years in, in terms of Congress as well as the White House, 
will you see a rising income tax rate in this country to take care of some of these, you know, issues, more, least of which well, is the trillion dollar deficit? Are they going to go up paying. anyway because these tax cuts are only temporary anyway? Right. The lower So if they don't do rate. anything, they're still going to go up. But chances are they're going to go up even more. But it's using those opportunities that exist in this complicated tax code and understanding the different thresholds. And it's always doing objective and biased analysis. We don't believe there's one any product or solution that's a um, one size fits all. But there's positives and negatives to every solution. But it's looking at those um, and for people doing that objective analysis so they understand the choices that they're making and options. That's with pension elections, um, Roth conversions um, we're going to talk about today, IRA distribution planning, which is a big one that we focus on. And especially we're gearing up for fall where people may want to use opportunities to take money out of their IRAs at a much more favorable tax rate. Um, and it's all these different issues um, that we help people. We have um, retainer fees for comprehensive planning and we also have hourly planning options options for people maybe do pieces and parts um, that do want some help from our services. We offer a free consultation for you to come in and see how our process is very different. I've mentioned many times we are not investment advisors. We have clients that do their own and handle their own investments. And we have clients who work with investment advisors already and we work closely with to make sure the plans and the investments are everyone's on the same page. So we're getting a better result. What we do is very different and usually um, it brings value um, to what you're doing. And we believe it's good to have advisors talking to one another. And we've been around for more than 34 years. We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We've also won the Super Service Award multiple years on Angie's list. And again, we offer the free consultation, um, especially if you want to start looking at year and planning issues. There are opportunities in every tax year. And we find sometimes people who are working and some people often that are retired are missing the boat. And once each year tax year stands alone and you can come in for that free consultation or any other issues you're facing, um, we can do consultations by phone or in person at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or you can visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. Also want to mention on the website, we have our fall planning classes. We have September 17th at 3 o'clock is the IRA and Roth and Tax Qualified Asset Planning class. Then on October 2nd in Independence at 6 o'clock is our class for people in retirement or people getting closer to retirement. Details are on the website. The website also has podcasts. You can sign up for our newsletter and lots of, there's some calculators and some good helpful information. That's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. All right, Karen, I know you'll go over those uh, upcoming classes again because we're saying, yeah, get your plan ready. Are you ready for what's coming next? So it was a very, very busy week financially so much for the summer doldrums right i've never serious i cannot recall going into august more financial turmoil in than ever mm-hmm. i mean usually it quiets down everyone goes home you know congress is on right. at home and their summer break and usually Don't the, they get the stock market is in all quiet. Honesty. well you know but for their benefits and is, wages i think they get yeah, too many breaks there I, I, I think I can't there's even, too much work to be done frankly um yeah not a lot of work getting done um a lot of uncertainty getting done 
<laughs> or not getting co- finished. Um, so we, we'll talk about So we had the jobs report. Okay. We had a federal tax rate cut this week. Uh, we had Trump start the China trade war all mm-hmm. over again this week. Where do you want to start? Um, Wherever you want. The market's down. You know, the uncertainty's up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, well, I, I guess, it, you know, we could start with the Fed rate cut. Oh, right. All right. Um, so a lot of things, you know, that Chairman Powell, you know, fumbled on the goal line, right? You know, right. Um, well, so did Trump. Did you, you know, see? He was not happy. Right. And, you know, and, and sending this, you know, uh, uh, game into overtime, you know, we're all, you know, sudden death in September, Carrie, you know, in other words, so he cut, okay, so we got the, what everyone had baked in was a 25 point basis cut. Many, many people thought it should have been 50 basis points. Many, many people thought there shouldn't have been any cut. All right. Um, but he did the 25. Right. And and but it's his is those two words that he used that threw the the markets in turmoil. And that was he called it a mid cycle adjustment. In other words, which, you know, I, you know, I don't know what that means to you, Carrie, or um, me or most people listening to this, but it means a lot to Wall Street. Right. OK, so mid cycle adjustment means that's a new term it, I guess. It, well it, it, it's not you don't not, hear that not, often well, it's not that new for fed speak no but it, i'm it, saying it, you don't hear it that no. often well how often you know do we have this situation going on you know i mean over history we've had it many times but a mid-cycle adjustment saying it they don't really they're not really saying whether they're going to do another rate cut or it's like a one and done See, people were expecting, you know, all big rate cuts. Trump was calling for big rate right. cuts. Right. He said that was nothing. Um, and, you know, and, and the idea mm-hmm. is when he said, when Powell said it was a mid-cycle adjustment, that gave the people the idea, well, maybe this is a one and done. Now, it, it, the market tanked, right? Right. And, and so then he came out later and, and said, well, no, I didn't say we were one and done. Um, you know, I just said, you know, I guess he was kind of saying, well, the problem is no one knows what he was saying. Well, the problem is I think so he he maybe he doesn't know what he's going to do later. It, well, so yeah, maybe yeah. you should just say this is what we're doing for now and leave it at that instead of stop and stop talking. Well, or yeah, if you don't know what, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think he's tried to do that enough to say we're data dependent, but whatever he's saying, he's saying it wrong. All right. Um, now. So we'll see what uh, sudden death say, in September. Say it depends, Mark. That's your saying. Like, it yeah. depends. It's, it's what happens? Th- it's different this time. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so, you know, so that started the week, right? Then, um, okay, so now the jobs report, okay, stable, you know, steady as she goes. 164,000 non-farm payrolls came in right in consensus. Um you know, there was a modification. Remember, last month was a huge, you know, that 224,000, you know, that was a real eyebrow raiser. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they reneged that, you know, they, that, 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 the revised numbers under 200,000. Um, but, you know, it's what people were expecting, a slower job. You know, we didn't think we could keep 200,000 going forever. You know, it's been going for a while. Um, unemployment rate stayed steady at 3.7%. Uh, finally saw some wage growth. So the year-over-year wage growth now is, you know, 3.2%. And that's what a lot of people have been looking for, that, yeah, we expect that the job creation is starting to slow down. But at that point, we expect wage growth to start going up. Uh, But there's still a lot of people saying they were left behind. Their wage growth hasn't gone up. Right. So I guess it's, you know, but like I said, you know, it's steady, you know, stable. You know, everything looks fine there. Um, But then, you know, we, uh, you know, we had this China trade deal 
break up again. Mm-hmm. Remember? So, you know, my Munchkin and, and some of the other guys went over to Shanghai. Right. And they came back without a deal. Right. And while, uh, you know, so while Treasury Secretary and Larry Kudlow and I don't know who else was in the Oval Office to talk to, you know, update President Trump on the unsuccessful Shanghai, you know, China trade trip, um, Trump decided, wasn't happy. Right. Okay. Um, and he, you know, immediately sent out the tweet. Now, I think some of the guys are saying, well, maybe we shouldn't tweet out our, our, our you know, that you're going to increase the tariffs in oh, China. Oh, yeah. They said, cause China wants to retaliate now. Um, they said, well, maybe we ought to break the news to China first. No. Before they yeah. left the office, Trump had already tweeted it out. Right. And the markets, you know, uh, talk. Right. Well, he um, really doesn't have much of a filter. I did see the other day when he was doing his rally in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. That they were talking about like, oh, he was going to go after like talk about all. I didn't hear the result of that. Um, Right. You know, so. But but I heard him like talking about each (laughs) each candidate just taking shots without a filter. Yeah, and 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 also at that at, at his China, I guess his China, at his Cincinnati right. uh, rally, he was talking about the China, you know, decision to increase tariffs, and you know he keeps saying, you know, that because they had asked him during the week, they said, well, do, are you concerned when you see the markets, you know, tumble after you come out and say you're going to increase tariffs, and he's like, no, um, I, people just don't understand. Um, see, yet. Well, well, I guess that's a. Um emotional reaction it seems like anytime he says something that they don't the markets go crazy right and and you know that's why i think it's different this time because there's no logical always reason to back what's going on so you know he's saying that you know, so he comes back and says, tax the hell out of China, right? So we have, we have de Blasio, <laughs> de Blasio saying, saying tax the hell out of the wealthy. We have Trump saying tax the hell of China. Are you getting the hell's picture here? Tax, tax, tax. Um, because there's a big debate on whether raising tariffs is really a tax on China or is it really a tax on the U.S. consumer? Mm. Okay. Because no one, none of the economists really believe it when Trump says it's a tax on China. Okay. Okay. Um, now, uh, you know, I guess you could say it's a tax on the importer. Because right. that's the one who has to pay the tariff. Right. So that's the one who's buying the goods from the U.S., right? So mm-hmm. it's really a tax on them. That's not really necessarily the China's government. Right. Okay. It could hurt China's economy, but, you know, until you, you force the government to respond. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, but then a lot of economists believe that the importer will just pass the increased cost back to the consumer. Which is why most economists say tariffs are really a tax on the consumer or the other solution or the other conclusion is nobody wins a, a, a trade war. Mm-hmm. Everybody loses. Okay. All right. Trump is saying no, U.S. wins and it's a tax on China. Okay. All right. Um, now, um, so, you know, Keep an eye on the pricing, the, uh, the the prices of things you typically buy that you know are made in China. Um, anybody got a cell phone these days, Carrie? Hmm. Um, yeah. You know. Um, Seems like everybody has a cell phone. How many? Yeah, you know, I think most of those are made in China, uh, or the parts, or anything else. Um, anyways, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and you know, why does that matter? Um, well, you know, again, it's mixed signals. You know, you've got 
steady as she goes jobs report. Um, the market, you know, took a little tumble. Um, you know, there's mixed data inside the jobs report about what sectors are doing well, what sectors are not doing so well. But clearly, everybody, I think, you know, acknowledges that we have a global slowdown, Carrie, and, and how immune is, is U.S. eventually to a global slowdown, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, you know, what, on Friday, Germany, in early morning, Germany, um, the, their third, Germany's 30-year bond, Carrie, was zero. How could Germany be, be, be issuing 30-year bonds at a zero interest rate? How does that work? Who would do it? I mean, I just, you know, it seems like, why would I do that? Why would I invest in that? Um, you know, so it's, so what I'm saying is, you know, I, you know, the, you're, maybe you want to think about your plan are, I mean, do you perhaps think that income tax rates are eventually going to have to go up? Um, and if you are, that leads back to our discussion that we've been having um, over the last few weeks regarding one of the tax-free um, options out there, which are Roth IRAs. Before you that, I wanted to remind people, too, that it is that Ohio tax-free weekend. I had that to Did talk you? About. I didn't. So I wanted when you when you were talking I, I almost said you weren't going to show up today, Karen. Yeah, I know. I was I was running late this morning. Um were you stopping I, off at the Walmart on the no, way? No, no, I will probably do that this weekend though, cuz it's a tax-free for school back to school shopping. So, yeah, so do you have any Ohio um, does that. Right. It's, you know, they made it permanent. Did right. You, right. Yeah. So and it's, it's it's um you can do textbooks, markers, like school supplies, shoes, clothing under $75 so and shoes um you get per, ta- item, right, per item or tax exempt right which is huge so yeah the state rate is what 5 and 3 quarters percent i believe and of course local tax on that local tax right which can be big um and right um and if and school instructional material too so if you teachers mm-hmm. out there you know you get the you get the $20 per item right. tax free um Items used in a trader business are not exempt. Carrie, I mean, really? Right. How, you know, yeah, clothing so is kind so, of a, So I can't get highlighters for the office, Mark? <laughs> well, I mean, can I go out and buy a new suit and say no. it's my back to school? Maybe you're doing classes in the fall. Yeah, I don't um, think so. But. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, I always remind some people, people I know are questioning, do you get the tax free if you're buying online? That I don't know because I've only gone to stores purposely. Well, apparently legally it's still it uh, it, it it it's applicable. Okay. So um, the same exemptions apply if you're buying on the internet. I don't know how. How do they do that? If I you're don't in know. Ohio? I, I've not tried it myself, so I don't know. Um, and there's no limit on the amount of items you well, can is, buy. You know, you know, since you know, Dewine signed the you no know, hemp legislation, Carrie. Right? Can I buy my CBD oil tax free this weekend? I don't think so. Because that, that could be a back-to-school necessity. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the FDA came out about CBD oil and stuff, putting warnings on it, and one of the companies was fine because they're saying it provides all these benefits and there's really no testing done yet. Right. I did see it earlier this week. So welcome to August. Um, wow. And start off with the USA. Yeah, so I guess it's the first week in August now. Yeah. It'll now, always be. Uh-huh. So back to school, Carrie. So today, go shopping. I'll probably go today or the or tomorrow because it ends tomorrow evening right at midnight i think i think so yeah um all right so still can do those internet shopping up to midnight yeah (laughs) on sunday night um all right so we're gonna talk you know more about roth 
conversions. You know, we, we did the first, this is part three, I think, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. So you can always, if you missed the first two, you can go back and get the podcast. Carrie, where do you get you the podcast? You can podcast? go to um, thought.com. We have a little button on our website that at the top that says um, podcast. You can click on it, you'll get to the link to the radio show. The last two shows are also on Ross or our website also have the classes. You can contact us for a free consultation or you can call the office at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or again, financialfoodforthought.com. So what are the relevant things happening in August? Um, back to school, right? Um, well, you know, Woodstock 50th. Wow. Know, it's been, is irrelevant, Kirk, because it's been canceled. Oh, the 50th it was? reunion. Yeah. I mean, they just completely messed it up. And it was just all that came out to a money deal. I mean, I could deal. care less, but. Yeah. I mean, they just, all the acts backed out and they the, the events backed out. And, why? Did they say why or just was it mis- yeah, I mean, unorganized? Well, I mean, I. <laughs> Well, first of all, do you think you could ever produce it? But I think, why no. do I think it, it canceled, Gary? It's all about the Benjamins. Right. Um, all right. Now, the um, all right. So what I do think could be irrelevant is the Global Economic Forum. That's that's on August 22nd. That's a Jackson Hole in Wyoming. You know, that's when all the central bankers converge. Right. Mm-hmm. Supposedly the smartest people in the world. Right, Gary? Mm-hmm. Um, and every summer, every August, they go out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and they have a big think tank, and they, you know, discuss what globally what the bankers are going to do. Okay, I think it's relevant this year. Okay, I think it's very relevant this year. Um, and I'll be very interested to see what Jerome Powell. He'll be, of course, the you know headline speaker. Right? right. Everybody will be you know waiting with bated breath on what he says. And, you know, and maybe Germany can explain to me why they have a 30 year bond at a zero interest rate. Um, but in, in either case, you know, that's August 22nd. That's right before the September sudden death when, you know, the Fed comes out again and then makes a decision whether they're going to cut rates further or was it a one and done? Hmm. So, um, we'll be looking for, forward to that. And then, of course, that's the whole weekend. So that's August 22nd to 24th. And then, of course, when all the, the bankers leave there, Carrie, where do they go to? They just hop over to, you know, Vegas. Burning Man. Okay. <laughs> Blackrock. <laughs> I'm Nevada. Vegas. The desert. Because Burning Man, you know, starts okay. the 25th. Talk about, you know, but anyway, so we'll see. Well, there's a lot going on in August. Um, all right. So, so why do this is the problem I see, Carrie? And I'm going to get to the you know the Roths here in a minute, but I I just don't understand something. I, and I don't. Maybe I'm crazy. You know, maybe nobody cares about this, but I, I just I I just can't get away from this issue. Is that we we have these two things going on? We've got the White House trade policy, and we have the Federal Reserve monetary policy. Right. And you know. Both of them have been, we can't get away from the news, and every day it changes. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, if you can, if you continue to raise this tax on China, where most economists say it's not a tax on China, it's really a tax on U.S. consumers, okay, that will hurt stocks. All right. Um, we'll really see stocks drop. Um, so then you have... You know, but if you have Chairman Powell who continues to give insurance rate cuts, that boosts stocks. Okay. 
So, um, you know, so is Trump betting that if, you know, his Munchkin, you know, man can't get the China trade deal done, that Chairman Powell is a backdrop. He'll just continue raising rates to offset the tax that if a trade war happens. Is he betting the whole U.S. economy on that? Um, I don't know. You know, and, and, maybe it's a strategy. I don't know. And and also um, because we're going into an election year, Trump, I think, really wants that three percent GDP. Right. A lot of people think it won't anywhere near be three percent by the end of this year. Okay. Um, and again, you know, what's Mnuchin going to say to Trump when it, we, if that GDP by the end of this year is on a trend negative, you know, below two? Because that ain't going to get it done. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and you know, one of the things is a trade war, a real trade war is, is not, a lot of people don't think that's going to boost GDP. All right. Um, a bad stock market is probably not going to boost GDP. Okay. Um, if, if the corporations lose confidence, right. they're not, it's, that's not going to boost GDP. The, the U.S. consumer, I guess, is the only one propping up GDP. Can they do it forever? I don't know. Um, you know, so it, it's, it, and, and if investors, you know, do, are they banking on this impression that like the backstop is that, hey, if, if the trade war happens, don't worry, the Fed will just cut rates. Which is, I read an article saying maybe that's the theory of the trade war is to get the Fed to cut rates. And then they'll negotiate after that it's a, it's more moving pieces and parts. Somebody so, was theorizing there was an article. Is the tail wagging the dog? Mm, maybe. Um, now, and here's and here I think where Trump is, you know, but is is Trump willing to uh, <laughs> to risk dealing with a U.S. recession before his election? I don't know. At least he's doing something. I have to say, this man takes massive action because there's a whole lot of issues going on. That's in this why. Country yeah, that's why life. August is not the doldrums this year. I mean, there's so many issues going on. Now, here's the thing. Um, I, I brought this up last week, too. How long can Secretary Mnuchin survive? All right. Um, because, you know, Trump is is not, you know, slow to get rid of cabinet members if he doesn't think... They're doing their job? They're doing their You're job. You're fired. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> now, I, I, so Trump knows he can fire Mnuchin at any time, right? Um, but Trump, I think, is trying to figure out if he can fire Powell. Right. And he probably can't. Now, maybe he could do something. But so mm. here's my here's my burrito bet for today, Carrie. Burrito bet. OK. Who does Trump get rid of first? Powell or Munition? Munition. I can't imagine him getting rid of Powell. I think that'd be more difficult. Um, Unless... or, or do both these things work out? So we have a 3D percent GDP. We don't really we get a trade war with China. And the stock market continues to go up. Wouldn't that be terrific, though? Be positive. Say prayers. That's great. That would be good that it'd be that different this time. But, however, regardless of that... Maybe you ought to build your plan R, just in case. Right, but I'm saying that's where in planning comes you hope for the best, which is great and be positive, but you plan for the worst. You need to know you're never going to have that peace of mind um, that your plan's working and your longevity of your plan or that you can retire or you can spend the way you want to if you're betting on those higher numbers. It's the same thing. When we build plans, we build these realistic, conservative 
um, long-term plans that incorporate assets, income, expenses, inflation, taxes, and putting it all together in this long-term plan. And it's like same thing when people are growth rates, people aren't going to be comfortable. I know, Mark, we had a case a couple weeks ago where you said what growth rate every year. And I was looking at their questionnaire and it's at 8% mm. ongoing. For investment rate of return, right growth. on their plan, mm. and um, and I remember you and I talking, and then I remember you talking to them after and saying, you know, I don't think you're going to have sleep. You know, you're going to sleep good at night if your plan, if your is, plan ba- is, is based only on an eight percent rate of return it, every year ongoing, and and it's lasting to your life expectancy, yeah, or be just beyond. Because what if you don't hit that benchmark? Which is realistic. So you want to build that conservative plan, which is Plan R that people say at different times come in, that's the value of maintenance planning and looking at a plan periodically saying, okay, we thought you would be here net worth wise. This is where you're at. Are you ahead of plan? Are you short of plan? What adjustments need to be made? Or maybe I want to throw in, take the expenses that I'm doing, my planned retirement date, or if I'm already retired, is it still working based on a recession or a correction or whatever you want to call her. Maybe you want to base it on a more change your investments and be very conservative because you don't know what's coming and you're not comfortable with that money in the market and knowing, okay, does that affect my spending? Do I have to cut my discretionary? Is it going to affect, is my plan still lasting beyond my life expectancy or to it? Or is it coming up quite a bit short? Some people have to adjust, but at least you know, and that's the value of plan R. And those are the things the estate planning team deals with. The worries, as much as it's about saving money and solving problems, it's about peace of mind knowing what you can do and what steps you need to take when those bad things happen. Right. Because Carrie, it's see, you can't control what Trump does with his tweets. You can't really? control what happens in the stock market. <laughs> I don't, you can't control Jerome Powell. I don't think anybody can control right. Trump with his tweets. Right. So, not in millennia. <laughs> so, the idea is you have to deal with things you can control. See, a lot of people right now, Larry Kudlow, you know, he's on Bloomberg, you know, giving a speech and not a speech, but an interview. And they're asking him, you know, Larry, Give us, throw us a bone here. Have you, you know, meaning has the government, has the mm-hmm. White House, modeled in just on the on the outside chance that the trade war does increase prices for the U.S. consumer? Just saying, um, mm-hmm. have you modeled that in to your projections of of, of what that would do to the economy? Because hmm. we'd like to see that model, right? Well, Larry's not giving up that model. Okay. He, he said, well, you know, well, you know, look, you know, we're not going to, you know, give you that. <laughs> like, now, whether they did it or not, I don't right. know. But I mean, here, here's the point. I, we understand all models are wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But some are useful. Right. So maybe it would be useful if you did do that model, even if it had a negative impact. Why don't you let people make their decision as opposed to saying you're not going to share those numbers with the public? Right. Now, my point is build your own model. We can do that for you. We could say, okay, what well, you can have your plan A, what you're going to get your uh, ongoing, you know, six, five percent rate of return, whatever your investment advisor. We still don't recommend says. the eight percent ongoing yeah, every I mean, year. Hey, that's between, that's between you and your investment advisor. Right. 
Okay, um, you know, we can have a three-way discussion about that. We do right. that all the time with our clients and their investment advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and oh yeah, and, and but in either case, whatever that is, or but you can build, also build your plan R and just say, well, what if we do have a a real trade war, or what if we do have a global recession that bleeds mm-hmm. into a U.S. recession, or you know, what if you know, and that's what the idea is. Are you still going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Or does there, is there enough of a, um, in other words, as opposed to making a knee-jerk reaction? Which too many people do because they have no way to measure. Um, they're worried well, about this thing, but they have no way to measure is, does it really going to impact the long term? Well, look at the stock market this last right. week. Talk about knee-jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, but is it really, you know, and, and uh, you know, and, and I, I can tell you this, Trump and his cabinet cares nothing about what the stock market does in any one day. Right. All right. So they, they still have their eye on longevity. You should, too. Mm-hmm. All right. And those are things we help with. And you can call the estate planning team for a free no obligation, no pressure consultation to see how our process is very different. We can do consultations by phone or in person. It typically takes an hour, hour and a half of your time. You're going to get valuable, helpful information. If we can't help you or you're looking for those other advisors that make up your team, we can certainly refer you, whether it's an investment person, attorney, um, tax preparer, whatever. Um, you can also sign up for our free educational classes coming up this fall. It's not too early to sign up. We have September 17th at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights is the IRA and Roth planning class for people who are 59 and a half or older. If you have IRAs, company plans, annuities, or similar tax qualified assets, we'll talk about Roth contributions, conversions, how minimum required distribution is in many cases, not the plan you want to follow um, and design your own distribution plan so that you're using that money and getting the most long-term net benefit on October 2nd at 6 o'clock in Independence is our class for people in or approaching retirement and dealing with all those issues that impact your lifestyle, long-term financial stability, update on tax law changes, opportunities, retirement rules that you often hear about that you should follow that are misused, misunderstood, social security, health care, long-term care. It's kind of a, depending on the, the group, kind of, there's so much to talk about in that class. So it really focuses on what people want to hear about at the class as well. You get a great workbook. We do ask that you pre-register. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. Now listen to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And how many of the years, Carrie, have I been threatening to go out the Burning Man just to get away from this? Oh, um, yeah. Um, can I do that this year? I don't think so. I think we're I think too busy. I don't know. I think we have a lot do of you people. You know what this year's theme I is, think, Carrie? What? Metamorphosis. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but anyway, hmm. so no, I think you have too many clients I that mean, we're building Plan R's in August well, and September. Is anybody? I mean, is, <laughs> is this, does anybody? My, does anybody? I mean, are we so much worried about Burning Man and as opposed to what is what is really happening in this world economy? I, maybe well, I'm barking you know up what? the wrong tree. And even though maybe I'm worried about it, it comes down to how does that affect me? Because I can't control all these crazy things going on. What I need to know is. Do I need to make adjustments or do I not need to worry about it? Because, frankly, some people aren't even spending what they should and they don't really have to worry about it. 
or the adjustment they need to make are minor. Well, I don't know. Maybe more relevant this August is Browns preseason. I can talk oh, about okay. that. I guess, you know, that's starting August 8th, you know? Right. So we got Washington Redskins on the 8th, uh, Baltimore Coats on the 17th. Tampa Bay on the 23rd, and mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. Yeah, all football started actually this week for all the high schools and middle schools around wow. here. So August football. 1st was a So official. I think, is America more concerned about the Friday Night Football than they are about Trump's tri- trade war with China? Maybe. Probably. Oh, no, or um, something. Or Instagram. Well, depending on the age. Yeah. All right. So the, the point is, you know, I, I've just seen that... that I don't know how much longer this U.S. expansion can go. Hopefully it can go a long time. Hopefully Munition and, and Trump can get the you know China to settle on something. I think they would take anything right, right. now. But I think more importantly is the um, the North American treaty, you know, between you NAFTA? Know, Mexico or right. well, the new NAFTA, NAFTA 2 or, you know, the USMCA, whatever. Um, you know, that's I mean, there's some pressure there. Right. If, you know, if Trump can get that done. And, you know, now is Pelosi going to play with Trump on that? Um, but my point is that, you know, Nancy, you know, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> what's the alternative? OK, NAFTA's gone. Right. Nancy. NAFTA's gone. It ain't coming back. Right. So what is better, not to have any agreement? Or to have some agreement. Or to have the agreement that most people say it will help America. But isn't that a compromise? And aren't politicians supposed to be for the people? Yeah, now they're yeah, for themselves. Yeah, they're just against Trump. Right, but I'm saying it comes down to you have to do what's best for your country, right. regardless of your feelings, well, and that's not what it is. That's they not said, what it is. Well, they and I did not. I did read a headline on the debate. It's all about attacking Trump, right? And focus on the real issues that are going to impact the people, your constituents, the uh, American people as a whole. Uh, I think that's why Americans in general, I don't care what side you're on, are sick of politicians. Uh, de Blasio wanted, you know, in the debate then, right, he wanted everybody on stage to um, uh, make a pledge that they would not support the, 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 the new North American treaty. So something that could help majority of Amer- or America and bring revenue and help people yeah, and I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about, Just Billy? Just because it was Trump. Because you don't have enough votes to get anything else done. Because bottom line, if it's a good idea, I don't even care which side of the fence generated it. It's like they talk about, I I've, have watched bigger issues. They talk about like the immigration and health crisis in like L.A. and California that it's more of a health crisis. They don't need politicians coming and saying it's a housing agreement. You know, there are people talking about, you know, we need to address the addiction in this country and the mental illness and those things to have people that are good at what they do, focusing on the issues, not politicians trying to come in and think they have the answers on things that they're not really well versed in. Right. Well, OK, here, don't I got to get I've OK, we got to get to plan R. We got to get the Roths. OK. Um, so now I'm pretty much sure that the Roth, our Roth, our Roth conversion, or Roth IRA will go on to a fourth week. But let's let's see uh, where we're at. Um, OK. So one of the things, um, you know, when we were talking about Roth IRAs and you in and. and there's some confusion, you know, not confusion, but understanding of when, how, or what's the ordering when you make distributions, the ordering of how the, the the money comes out of Roth IRAs. All right, because you could be penalized if you take money out too quickly, right? Or you don't meet that five-year holding period right. to get the growth or interest out tax-free. 
So, but there is an ordering rule about how the money comes out. Um, and basically, in this, in the following order, regular contributions mm-hmm. comes out first. Right. Okay. Then conversion and rollover contributions come out on a first in, first out basis. Okay. And then finally, earnings on contributions come out. So that's what protects you when you are putting money. Because remember, only after-tax money ever goes into a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your basis, right? So that can't be taxed again. So it's and the, And what the law allows you to do is take that out first. Okay. Okay. Um, and when you take that out first, okay, that, you know, even if the earnings haven't been in there for five years, um, you know, you can still take those distributions if you need some cash flow without, you know, jeopardizing the tax free earnings that you're trying to achieve. Now, again, we've already mentioned too, though, if you're doing that before 59 and a half, you've got to be careful, right? Because mm-hmm. there's rules. But there are some, um, you know, let's say you, you're just in dire straits and you really need money out of your Roth IRA and, and you don't have, you know, you have to get into, you know, earnings or what have you because, you know, well, there are some exceptions to the penalties, Carrie. So one of them is for a first home purchase. Okay. All right. Um, so early Roth IRA withdrawals for the purchase of a first home are allowed up to a $10,000 lifetime maximum per account. Withdrawals can be made for the purchase of your first home, or the benefit can be used for your children or grandchildren. So 10000 How, However, the $10,000 limit is always in effect regardless of who the money is used. So 10000 isn't going to go very far. But, you know, it's still... Right, something. You know, it's something. Okay. A second exception to the early penalties for a Roth IRA withdrawal is um, for college expenses. Mm-hmm. So you can avoid early withdrawal penalties associated with early Roth IRA distributions if you use the funds for qualified higher education expenses for yourself, your spouse, your children, or their descendants. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so there, you know, so that's why you know a lot of people today. You know, are comparing whether for if they are thinking about perhaps college planning, whether for their children or grandchildren or they're comparing the, let's say, like an Ohio 529 plan, which they can, you know, comes out tax free to a Roth IRA, which can come out tax free. Okay, And a lot of people are saying perhaps in a Roth IRA, it's a little bit less restrictive. Okay, okay, with all the, you know, restrictions around a 529 plan. So that's just some of, you know, so, you know, that's some of the things that we talk about. And, you know, that's why the flexibility, see, once, you know, the federal estate tax, you know, exemption was raised so high, you know, being 11.4 million today and couples get two of those with the portability, you know, that's 22.8 million, right? And Ohio estate tax, of course, was repealed in 2013. So a lot of people aren't worried about death taxes, right? Mm -hmm. Until the democratic socialists get power, right? But, but for right now, all right. So, because one of the, in the past, that's why some wealthy families chose to go the 529 route because I believe it was the Pension Protection Act made it clear that the government was not going to, you know, if grandpa died with 529 still in there for the grandchildren, it, it would not be considered part of his gross taxable estate right. for estate tax purposes. Um, whereas the, his Roth IRA would. So that's why a lot of people use the 529 because it was an exempt asset from estate taxes. 
Okay, um, but if you're not worried about estate taxes, that's put Roth IRA back onto the table and compare and say which one is better for me. So we've 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 had that discussion a lot with our clients, and you know, and, and it's a case by case decision on whether they end up thinking I'm going to go with the 529 or I'm going to go with the Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, we can talk about um, Roth 401ks. Okay. Right? Because, you know, that's something that's catching on. You know, originally, it, the Roth, it was just Roth IRAs, right. individual retirement accounts. But along the way, the government, you know, put the laws in that companies in their 401k plans could offer a Roth option versus the traditional 401k option. Right. And some of our clients didn't even realize their company. They missed that memo or, yeah. you know, it's something to check into. Um, and, you know, so it, it's... It's one of those things that um, now. So, yeah, if you don't know whether your company does it or not, the first thing to do is ask. Right. Okay. Um, because like you said, it's been, happened many times. I, well, that's what I mentioned. It is somebody said, we said, why don't you check? And they said, well, they probably don't. And they said, wow, they did offer it. Like maybe you missed that email or because granted people when they're at work are so involved and you miss those little things. And a lot of times it, there are opportunities that you missed out. Or you didn't know. Um, now. Um, now the difference, of course, when you do a traditional 401k, you get the tax deduction, right? A lot of people are looking for that. Um, if you do the Roth 401k contribution, you don't get a tax deduction, but you get the tax free treatment later. Right now. Um, so Carrie, if you do have that option, a lot of times we get the question, Mark, what should I do? Should I do the traditional or should I do the Roth? And, you know, it depends what's going on with your taxes. Um, right. Now, some other things about the Roth 401k is it's a little bit different than the individual Roth right. because when it comes to required minimum distributions. So, one of the knocks sometimes you hear about Roth 401k contributions is that, oh, well, it's still subject to required minimum distributions. That's true. Whereas if it's your Roth IRA, it's not subject to required minimum distribution. But even if it's subject to required minimum, I take it out and it's a Roth, so it's tax-free. I just have to take it and I can put it in something that creates, I can spend it or put something that creates interest dividends, capital gains instead. Right. Now, um, but, and if you really were concerned about that, when you retired from the company, you could always choose to roll your Roth 401k into your individual Roth IRA. That's an easier solution. And then at that point, you don't have to worry about it, right? Now, so we're back to the question of, Mark, what should I do? Should I just do the traditional or should I do the Roth? Well, who says you have to do all or one? All right. Now, a lot of times I've heard investment advisors respond to this question by saying, oh, it don't it doesn't matter anyways. You know, whatever you choose, you got a 50 percent chance of being wrong or 100 percent chance of being wrong, depending on how you look at it. Um, So just pick one or the other and move on, because really all the investment advisor wants to do is is because because remember, he's not getting paid. To, to, on your to, 401k. On your 401k. So how much time does he want to spend with you? Not. Now, when you roll the Roth, when you roll the 401k to him, then he'll spend time with you. Right. 
Okay. So if you're asking an investment advisor, hey, should I put, um, should I make my 401k contribution traditional or Roth? And you get a quick answer back. Oh, it doesn't matter anyways. Just choose one. Yeah, but sometimes it does matter. We have clients that maybe you want to keep your right under a threshold. So we're going to put a certain percentage into a traditional to keep you under a certain tax rate. And then the balance, it may be 60-40, it may be 50-50. But I'm just saying it's, it depends on what other things are hitting your tax return. Right. And and, and I wonder if that, yeah, yeah, so that's what you're saying is, you know, come to our classes and we'll, play, we'll be playing the tax limbo game. And yeah, so we have had clients where if they if they did 100% Roth contribution to the 401k, that was going to cause their tax is to go through one of those thresholds, Carrie, you're talking right. about. So what we do is say how much of, of the contribution would have to be traditional to get you below that threshold. Right. Okay. Um, I also wonder, you know, if the investment advisor who's telling the client, oh, it doesn't matter. Just, I wonder if they're taking that same approach when the investment advisor is trying to can't decide between two stocks to buy for the client, stock A or stock B. Doesn't matter. And so did they just flip a coin and say, well, I've got a 50% chance of being right or wrong. Maybe. Or perhaps, do you think, maybe, they buy a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't you take that same approach to the traditional and the Roth 401k if you had no other way to make the decision? And maybe it's other times you want to adjust. What if a client got a big bonus? Maybe I want to change. I know a bonus is coming in that year. Maybe I want to put all. I mean, you can adjust that. It's not set in stone once you do it. Right. So, you know, and, and that now you're saying, OK, so maybe you need a little more thinking process than to just say, flip a coin. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and I, you know, you can't crunch those numbers in your head as you need a coordinated effort. You need to, you need to build a plan. You need to first, you know, the, and, and we're, we're, that's page 20. First of all, how much can you contribute? How much can you afford to contribute to the 401k? Right. That's we got to get past that first. Right. But then, you know, and then, and then also whatever the decision you make when you're 40 years old or 50 years old or 60 years old may not be the same decision you want to make today or next year or the following year. Right. Planning process is ongoing. It's not a one and done. And, you know, that's what's learning the financial process. And you've got to keep, you know, sharpening your elbows and reacting to reality. Right. Those are things the estate planning team helps with. That's why we offer the comprehensive fees or we help people with issues that come up. Call for a free consultation at 440-239-2090 or attend our classes and visit financialfoodforthought.com. Go Browns. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.